Today, Stories Podcast would like to say thank you to our sponsor, Nutrafol. Whatever your hair means to you, it's worth fighting for. Nutrafol is a new, safe, and effective strategy to take control of your hair health. Made with 100% drug-free nutraceutical ingredients clinically shown to improve thinning hair from the inside out, Nutrafol is a great strategy to grow hair from within by nourishing the environment that makes hair happy. Nutrafol's formula for women is specifically developed with women's lifestyles and life cycles in mind. For women, stress plays a huge role in hair thinning. The daily demands of work-life balance create elevated stress hormones in our bodies that are not our hair follicles' best friends. Also, lack of sleep can cause inflammatory markers in the bodies to increase, which can damage hair cells. Nutrafol users report better sleep, digestion, feelings of calm, and skin health. To get your first month supply with subscription for $10, visit nutrafol.com and use promo code STORIES during checkout. That's nutrafol.com with promo code STORIES at checkout for one month supply with subscription for only $10. Yay! And thank you as well to our next sponsor, HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. I love looking forward to my HelloFresh delivery because I know that dinner just got much easier. Here's why. HelloFresh offers something for everyone, so even the pickiest eaters or those with dietary restrictions can find something to enjoy. I won't have to spend all night in the kitchen because each recipe only takes around 30 minutes, and the beautiful recipe instruction cards help me to cook confidently and successfully, and I know that each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms, so my meal will be delicious and ethical. You can also get delicious, filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than $10 per serving with free shipping. And right now, you can take advantage of a special offer just for our listeners. For a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, you can visit HelloFresh.com storiespodcast30 and enter promo code storiespodcast30 at checkout. It's like receiving six meals free. That's HelloFresh.com slash StoriesPodcast30 with promo code StoriesPodcast30 at checkout. Thank you! Hello! Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's episode starts the long-awaited conclusion of our original series, Firefly. You've been asking, and now we are proud to present the beginning of Book 3, Firefly Revolt by Daniel Hines. This is just the first chapter, but the next two will be up later this week. If you haven't already, listen back to books one and two of Firefly to get caught up. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Connor Hurst and his family, Reese and Grant and their family, Jordan and Jacob and their family, Ava and Marta and their family from Brooklyn, Meredith and Joshua and the rest of the Tims family, Ben, Allie, their dog Cleo and their family, Oliver, Avery, and Tanner, and the rest of the Cole family, and Nathan and Caroline and their family. Thank you so much, Caroline, Nathan, Tanner, Avery, Oliver, Cleo, Allie, Ben, Joshua, Meredith, Marta, Ava, Jacob, Jordan, Grant, Reese, and Connor. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. Thanks! Enjoy the episode! Firefly Revolt Chapter 1. Picking Up Someone was pounding on the door. Jill moaned pitifully. It felt like they were pounding on her skull instead. 
Every last molecule of her body was sore. She opened her eyes, slow as the rising sun, and found that even her eyelids hurt. Still, all of that was nothing compared to the empty ache in her heart. Grandpa was gone. The pounding continued. With a long, croaking groan, Jill rolled herself off the couch and onto the dusty hardwood floor. She hit with a thump and then sat up, rubbing at her eyes. They were here. Jill wasn't sure who they were, but she knew someone would come. A missile couldn't streak through the countryside without alerting someone. It was likely one of those spooky agencies with the three-letter names, like FBI or CIA or DHS. Probably it was some hairy-knuckled federal agent on the stoop, one with a mouthful of questions Jill felt in no way ready to answer. Maybe if I just lie here and close my eyes, they'll go away, she thought, but she knew they wouldn't. They'd come back with a search warrant or they'd smash in the door. She had made a plan the night before. A wild plan, to be sure, but one that had no chance of success if she was hauled in to Giga City for questioning. She had to move. Mom, she whispered to herself as the pounding on the door continued. Gotta think of Mom. Next to her on the floor was her hiking backpack. Inside were the broken pieces of the firefly armor, a change of clothes, her computer gear, and all the money that had been in the house. She had been preparing to make her getaway last night, had laid down for just a moment's rest, and exhaustion had taken her by surprise. She had passed out and slept for... She looked at her phone. Ten hours! It was early afternoon, and now it was too late to escape. Or was it? She slipped her phone into one pocket, the Proteus tool in the other, and snatched Mom's car keys off the dining room table. Her body bellowed pain with every step, but she forced herself to ignore it. She slipped upstairs and into her mother's bedroom. It was the only one overlooking the backyard. The room smelled like Mom. It was so sudden and real that Jill turned, near expecting to find her standing there. Her mom being carried away flashed through her mind, the heat of the fire and the twisting acrid smoke. Tears stung at Jill's eyes and she wiped them away with the back of her hand. It was time to go. She opened a window and swung her legs out, then twisted so she was hanging from her fingers. It had worked well enough last time she'd tried, but last time she wasn't a giant walking bruise. This time her grip slipped right away, her hand slapping uselessly at the windowsill as she fell into the long grass below. A breathless second later, she landed on her back in the yard, her bag on top of her. A yelp of pain slipped from her mouth before she could help it. Her head swam, dizzy. She heard footsteps approaching. Gotta go, gotta get up, she thought, but she could hardly think straight, let alone move. Footsteps, closer. The sun behind the approaching figure made them a black silhouette. Jill knew she should be afraid, but she was too empty inside to feel much of anything. She searched her gut for that matchstick of anger, for the fire to get her burning, but there was nothing. Cold, dead, nothing. The footsteps stopped. The shadow leaned over her. Jill, are you okay? Jill blinked up weakly, trying to get the spinning pieces of her mind back together. The shadow took a knee next to her in the dirt, helping her to sit up, hands soft and gentle. 
Look at you. You're all beat up. Are you okay? What happened? Why'd you jump out the window? Where's the barn? Where's your grandpa? Specs? Jill said weakly. Yeah, Jill. I'm here. Who? Who else? Specs looked around at the empty farm. Just me. I got your text last night and then saw you fighting Harpy on the news. I'm sorry. I should have been there. The simple kindness tore open her already broken heart. Her friend was back. Jill threw her arms around Speck and began to cry. She sobbed and sputtered and slowly tried to get her breath back. Specs patted her back awkwardly, waiting for the storm to pass. They stayed like that, huddled together in the grass for a long while. With time, Jill was able to speak. She told Specs what happened. The fight with Harpy, the missile, the bunker, her mother, all of it. When she got to the part about Grandpa, Specs started crying too. Shining, silent tears slid down his cheeks. So we should probably leave, Jill finished. That missile must have sent up some kind of alert. Speck shook his head, pulling off his glasses to rub clear his eyes. No, I don't think so, he said. When your grandpa... When he and I updated the security, I saw all of the systems he had running. He had some kind of signal jammer that covered everything from here to Springvale, so no one could tell where Firefly was coming from. So, no one's coming? Not unless we call them. Well, that's something at least, said Jill as Spex picked her up off the ground and set her on her feet, letting her lean on his shoulder. Careful, between Harpy and breaking out of the bunker, you took a real beating. Spex, why are you here? I told you, you texted me. No, I mean... Jill paused, head swimming as she cast about for the right words. She felt so guilty. About what she'd said to Spex, about Grandpa, about her mom. She didn't think she deserved to have anyone be so kind to her. I mean, I thought you were mad at me. You were right to be mad at me. I shouldn't have said what I did. I'm sorry. I'm lucky to have you as a friend. Speck smiled and helped Jill towards the house. You sure are. But you can make it up to me later. For now, let's figure out how to save your mom. To be continued. Today's story, Chapter 1 of Firefly Revolt, was an original story written for you by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. Stay tuned for more Firefly later this week. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please visit patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. And if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thanks for listening!